Hello and welcome to the Gamers Health Cast. Uh, I am Eric Tenkar. This is my lovely wife, Rach. And today we are going to touch probably on a few things, but the main thing we're going to touch upon is going to be mental health in the midst of this pandemic. Um, the numbers are out there. I, I don't have them in front of me, but we have heard that uh, suicide, especially amongst teenagers, is mm -hmm. up. Uh, kids are not going to school. They're not socializing. Listen, this social media is very superficial in a lot of ways. Are there ways to socialize and actually get feedback and actually participate in the community online? Yes. All right, we'll talk about that later. But for now... Um, I know a lot of people in this industry, uh, a lot of people that are members of the community, and to a large extent, everybody is, is suffering some way in their mental or emotional health during COVID. We're not meant to be isolationists. That's not the human nature. The human nature is is to be communities. We're like a a pack animal. Why, why do we build cities and towns? And yeah, why do we have families? We're designed to live that way, right? So mm -hmm. when you shut out friends, family, uh, companions, uh, your social circles because of COVID, you're losing a lot of that support network that you maybe you didn't even realize that you had, and. It's rough. I mean, and, and, and on top of that, we've just come off of the winter time, right? We just got into spring, but winter is also a time with uh, seasonal depression. Right, because uh, there's so much more darkness that um, people's people's mood changes because of, you know, like it disturbs their, their natural rhythms. So when I... Uh, when I worked my last uh, couple of months, uh, the NYPD, one of the sergeants that I worked with, um, we, we were in an office that had, we had windows, but the windows just led to uh, hallways. You saw it that one time. Yeah, that was weird. You know, we were in a glass Somehow they thought natural light would be coming in. But natural light had to go through generally at least one. Five offices. Yeah, <laughs> or, or at least a solid door to reach us. So what he did. What Mike did was he bought one of these, uh, that's like a solar lamp. It, yes. The, oh, like a, not a UV lamp, but like a, it, like it, a blue lamp. It's like a blue lamp. And well, it, it, it replicates sunlight. Yes. And that was the whole point to it. And he would actually bring it to work because we worked a desk and supervised, uh, you know, our subordinates, and he brought this with him because he was prone to depression. He would say it. I get seasonal depression, and he could be one miserable fuck. Not a bad guy. Don't get me wrong. Just a depressing individual to talk to. And he brought this lamp in, and I will say it did change his mood. Now, maybe it was uh, as much psychological. I think I've we got it. one of those, and then we were going to use it, and then we didn't use it. Um... Because it was supposed to balance, it was supposed to balance out your natural rhythms. You know, so 
and it was like a blue light. I think it was a UV light, but not one that would burn you. Right. So, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not even suggesting. I'm just making an observation that somebody I know who had suffered from seasonal depression went this route, and it appeared to change their their mood in a positive manner. But again, I don't know if that was more a psychosomatic type of deal of I've done this action, therefore I better be a happier person or if the light actually changed it. Although in the end, does it really make much of a difference? You know, if... Well, it depends. Okay. Like... Was he, was he faking being happy? So it was, it was, yeah, I guess if he was faking being happy, then it didn't help. But if he was truly feeling better about himself, then the lamp did help. Right, you know, and it's interesting because, like, they say, like, um, uh, just working in mental health all these years, um, you know, they would always say, like, like the police would always say, yeah, it's June and December, the worst times. I was like, June? Yeah, and they're like, yeah, a lot more suicides in June, you know, and extreme behavior and things like that. So, you know, people who experience, like, uh, you know, depressions really experience... Uh, lot of them in uh the winters and then we had like actually we had a lot of people like you know with uh bipolar also that you know uh when the summertime came like as days got longer their mania would um get to be more intense and so uh or they'd have an episode of mania which you know would leave the person crashing and kind of at risk or you know, at risk uh, because of whatever other things were happening because of the mania, like, um, you know, like paranoia and things like that, psychosis. And so, that. Interesting. Yeah. So so the longest day and the shortest yeah, day. Yeah, are equinoxes. The equino well, no, no, they're not the equinoxes. Equinox, no? No, no, the equinoxes are equal. We just had, we just had the equinox. Sorry, the solstice. Solstice, yes, which is when you have the most light and the least amount of light. And I think it's interesting because you wouldn't think that, well, you know, somebody's like, it, the days are too long. Well, you know what? Because maybe their brains are just too active. But here's, here's the issue. We have now been in the midst of this pandemic for over a year. We have been in various levels of shutdown for over a year. New York City public schools, uh, high schools, finally are going back to in-person learning, but probably less than 25% because most families opted to keep their kids home. And now, even though they're opening up, they're still on the option of keep the kids home. And school principals apparently are saying, please keep your kids home because we don't. We don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah. You know, coming to school, they, they could get sick uh, or 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 die. And <laughs> sounds like Ferris Bueller's day off, but on the other end, you know. <laughs> right. And you deal with uh some of your clients are are high school students that are dealing with this. Yeah, lack junior of high, high school, and yeah, there's a lot of that a lot of them are like depressed. Um, a lot of them are having anxiety about what it means to go back or, you know, what's coming up for them. Um, a lot of them don't even do the online thing, you know, like they um, initially they did, but they were having trouble. The online thing being the online school. Yeah, exactly. The online school. And then um, 
you know, they'd have trouble or they'd not understand something and, you know, they'd just grow frustrated with it because um, I think they perceive that help isn't there in quite the same way um, as when they're actually in the classroom. And so, um, you know, they just are very isolated. And then it's like, you know, days later, the parent will get a phone call. Oh, your child didn't sign on to um, class for this many days. Um you know, and it almost feels like the teachers are like begging the kids to like say they did these assignments. Um, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a good situation for the kids to be learning in, especially if, you know, the kid has limited support. Right. Yeah. And, and that goes even to people that are, maybe you're not a parent of a child. Maybe it's you yourself. Again, these are tough times. They're struggling times. And if you have issues, health issues, uh, whether it's physical or mental health, it's emotional, um, the pandemic cutting you off from physical contact with your normal support system. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I didn't realize how much my local pub was part of my support system until I did not have my local pub for, I don't know. About six months, I didn't go down, and you really—I mean, I kept in contact with some of the people that I was—I was friends with, but it isn't the same as actually socializing. Now, something that I'm going to throw out there, and this might not, you know, be applicable to everybody, but um, over in the Ten Cards Tavern Discord server, we do a weekly hangout, 9 p.m. Eastern on Thursday nights. And listen, we just talk. We, it isn't just about gaming. It's about movies. It's about music. It's about some current events. It was about the stuck tanker this week in the Suez Canal. But you know what? If it reminds me of anything, it reminds me of being at my local pub, talking with people at the local pub. Just sharing life. Sharing life. It's refreshing. From their perspective. Right. Yeah. So what I will be doing, and I'm not sure how soon I'll be kicking this off, because I put this out to the community on Discord, and there's a great response to it. So obviously there's a need for it. Um, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip the, the 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 clock face, so to speak, by 12 hours, uh, and we're gonna add in at least once a month, maybe more often. Sorry, I'm fidgety. It's okay. You can be fidgety. We're gonna do from like 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern. So this way, people that are shift workers, people that are on the other side of the pond, the other side of the world, uh, people that are working from home, whatever, have an opportunity, even if you don't participate. You know what? You can be a lurker in this stuff. A lot of times, mm -hmm. when I was at the pub, I was lurking into other conversations because there was just something refreshing about hearing these conversations and being part of these conversations. And I think we need that. And you know what? Facebook does not give it to you. I'm sorry. All right. Mm -mm. Uh, Twitter, my opinion of Twitter, right there. That's oh, it. nice. All right. Uh, for, the, for the for those listening at home, um, you can hold up three fingers and then remove the outer two fingers, and that's what you get. Um, right between the lines. Right between the lines, folks. <laughs> but it doesn't replicate that. Oh, bullshitting, but 
that general ability to socialize and get feel when you're typing out stuff, you know what? You lose all inflection, all emotion. You come off and you get perceived by how your your I guess listener or your the receiver of your words, you're getting received from a perspective of their mindset, not necessarily your mindset. So you might say something that's innocent, and they could perceive it as you're saying that you just, you know, shat in that, that mother's grave, and now you're figuring you're trying to figure out why this person's coming down your throat, because there there is no nuance to this stuff. There it, it doesn't exist. That's why we need a verbal communication. And I mean, I'm gonna show my age. Not that I ever participated in this, but I was of the age of party lines. Okay. I, I was, however, the age of AOL chat rooms where, you know, you would chat with people. and, and But, again, you, that was text message. And it was a random high-speed text and all that stuff. But you know what? Come to our Discord server on a, on a Thursday night. Or I'll announce it here one of the uh, one of the uh, casts when we, when we get a time and date for our, our flipped on morning schedule. And... Be a part of a community, of, of, of a group, and get to talk about bullshit because there's something important about doing that as a people. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I consider ourselves blessed. I, I'm now 10 days past my second vaccination. Can't believe it. Rach is 14, 15 days past her. So we're, yeah. we're basically fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. We will have my sister, my brother-in-law, my niece, uh, my mother's cousin and a family friend over for Easter, and except for my my my, my sister's family, everybody's been vaccinated. And according to the CDC, you can have one family unit that isn't vaccinated, so we're we're kind of covered. But we need that too. We need the, that socialization. We used to get together with my sister pretty much every, basically weekly, at weekly. least, and. And I, I talk to my sister multiple times during the week. Yeah, it's not, again, it's still not the same. I'm not saying that the Discord chats are going to, you know, the, the voice chats and hangouts are going to be the same as sitting at your local pub, but they're a damn close second. Right. And so, do we want to uh, explain like some of the symptoms yes, of depression? Please. Yes, you're, um, and you're so, better at you're Yeah, better at I'll that. do that and, and like sort of, you know, um, I'll say some of them and what you can do is sort of like um, maybe break down a little bit of how like maybe some of the symptoms relay or get mimicked during um, the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Far, far away, huh? So some of the symptoms of depression include irritability, uh, feelings of failure. And, um, and by the way, uh, I, Listen, like feeling like everybody's going to see through and know that you're uh, like some horrible piece of shit. And, and that's imposter syndrome. And I, again, I know a lot of creators in this industry and a lot of talented people. And I have not heard as much imposter syndrome in conversation. Yeah, I'm talking people that we have honest conversations. You know, we're talking, we're, we're, we're talking. All right. Not just, and these are people that are downing themselves because, again, because. Mm -hmm. You're in the midst of the world of COVID, and you're 
Heck, working from home is awesome to a large extent, but it also means you're not socializing like you would at work. And there is that certain loss. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. and you when you get isolated, you can start judging yourself. Right. So here's another symptom like uh, you brought us to, uh, you know, that we isolate, we pull back uh, from family, we pull back from friends, spend a lot of time on our own. Um, something else that, happens to people is that you know they'll have like a lot of difficulty concentrating and making decisions um they'll have like extremes with sleep like they'll um not be able to sleep at all or they'll wake up sort of at the wee hours of the morning having had maybe two or three hours of sleep and then not be able to get back to sleep um you know it goes to the other extreme as well you know someone might be sleeping 12 hours a day um so, you know, those are some things to watch out for. Also, extremes in appetite. Um, well, then that, that, listen, yeah, you're, you're either really ravenous or um, you have absolutely no interest in food. And, and you could care part, less about it. And part of that I've is, never quite been there. <laughs> I guess I go the other way. <laughs> the, the ravenous. Yeah, part. or just like there's not enough food. Right. To, or because not enough sweets and junk to cause, fill. Because you're all you're trying. That feeling, you're, right? Because you're trying to numb uh, it, numb mm -hmm. it, and find a substitute for something that's missing in your life. And here's the thing: like when you were talking about people isolating because of depression, the pandemic is forcing you to fucking isolate. Yeah. The pandemic is forcing people to mimic symptoms of depression. So if you're already prone to depression. And maybe you don't even know it, right? But right. You, it, you were prone to it. Maybe it was never diagnosed. And maybe you've had a life where you've never actually been truly, it's not really affected you because you've been busy and everything. And all of a sudden, now. You've had bits and pieces, a few symptoms, but not enough to like do, meet, I guess, like the, the clinical, diagnostic clinical criteria for it. And, for a full diagnosis of depression, but then you know this crisis happened, and then like sometimes I can just push it over, right? Because again, it, mm -hmm. it's mimicking the symptoms of depression. You are going to isolate. You are going to pull back from people. Heck, today at the pub, I, I see somebody I hadn't seen in a while, and uh, fist bump. Or as my endocrinologist said to me on on Tuesday, it, 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 you know that was good to see. You. He goes. You know, normally I shake your hand, but I'm like, yeah, I know. Goes, yeah, and Hester yeah. sits there with his spit guard. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's the elbow bump. And it, it, is it the same? No. But, you know, it's the attempt to have some sort of intimacy while still social distancing. And again, the social, this whole idea of isolation can certainly push you into depression if if the potential is there and if you get or somebody who just never was depressed before you can just find yourself getting real mopey and all that stuff because you're again you're you're missing out on things that made you complete yeah i remember when all this stuff started like uh i'd sign off of work um and then you know it would be like going dark outside uh -huh. and uh I'd be like, no, I'm not turning on the light. You know, I'd like sign off of work, crawl in the bed <laughs> for for like a week or something, a couple of weeks. Um, and of course, 
Yeah. He yelled at me and I, what are you doing in the dark? Turn off that light. <laughs> but you're not allowed to be depressed, right? <laughs> you know? but, but here's so and, and, yeah. Listen, that again. <laughs> what 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 broke that cycle? Somebody somebody caring out, right? and, and pointing out that well, I'm concerned about this. You know, I see you doing this like a few, a bunch of times already. You right. Know? So yeah, having that in your life is really important, and not everybody does. But some of the other symptoms of depression are um, like a feeling of worthlessness, um, feeling like you let your family down, um, things like uh, starting to have like suicidal thoughts. Um, you know, thoughts that you'd be better off dead and things like that. And, uh, you know, so there's, uh, we always have to respond to that, you know, it, like, uh, when you have those thoughts, it's always like, you know, important to reach out to somebody you know, and be able to get, you know, some relief from them, whether it's, you know, um, whether it's the hotline, whether it's, uh, which we can leave, we were able to leave, you, uh, you know the number. Put it hotlines like underneath. I didn't. I didn't have it prepped, but I can. I we can add it on at the end. If you if you tell me right now, I can add a banner. Oh. But, uh, well, but, let's give that. Okay, and and folks, here's something else uh, for people that consider themselves part of the community here. Uh, our voicemail is three four seven five zero nine five one six eight. If you need somebody to talk to. Leave a message. Leave a call back. I'll call you back. Okay. Um, it's it's. I'm retired. I'll find the time. You're not alone. Okay. So here's the national number. Okay. Since, like, they don't have all the New York City resources. Uh, so it's 800-273. Okay, eight hundred. Two five five, and then you can also look up um, things like NAMI, N A M I, um, and they have like a lot more um, educational material on their website, and they also have a lot of like stuff on Zoom going on, um, you know, to like better understand depression and things like that, and uh, hear from other people. So, and listen, folks. There's nothing embarrassing about it. Okay, the the only thing that's going to be embarrassing is if you don't reach out to help, and it, it gets worse for you. So reach out. There's nothing that the strongest person is the one that knows they need help, mm -hmm. and and will seek it. Okay, it's 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 the weak person that refuses help when they need it. That's just my opinion. Right. A lot of people say, "Oh, well, I just never had the courage to like kill myself," and it's like, well. What is the more courageous action? Living through all this fucking muck or checking out? Right. You know, so it's all in how you define courage. You know, uh, I believe, I truly believe that everybody in our community is is valuable. Mm -hmm. You all, we are better for everyone that's part of this community. So, again, the suicide hotline number is on the bottom of the screen here. It's 800-273-8255. If you need to reach out to uh, Rach and I, it's 347-509-5168. Or if you just want to uh, hit us a topic that you'd like us to address on Gamers Health. Yeah, yeah. Again, that's that's a great way to get in contact with us. 
Um, I listen to all the voicemails. If you don't want us sharing a voicemail uh, on the cast, just say so. I'm not here to like ruin uh, anybody's privacy. Mm -hmm. Anything that you tell us to be confidential is confidential. Um, believe me, I I have signed enough of the non-disclosure agreements in my career to understand <laughs> what that here. Means. So I'm 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 pretty good at that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, really, it, it, again, COVID, the world COVID sucks now. Let, let's be honest. Things are getting better. The vaccine is out there. Number positivity numbers are going down, at least here in the states. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're talking about, oh, maybe you can have a barbecue at, on July 4th. Just not too many people because... You'll yeah. be allowed to have barbecue. Wowzers. Listen, life... We'll take it. Life <laughs> is going to, slowly but surely... I, to, returning to normal is kind of like too... Uh, it's vague and same time well, normal too specific. is not... But it's gonna it's you're gonna play it in the car. It's better, right. yeah. It's gonna start. You're gonna you're gonna get aspects of your life back that have been denied, okay? And it's gonna be it's gonna be progress. It's gonna be incremental. Uh, Rach and I, however, if you're going to be at North Texas RPG Con in June, we will be there. Uh, I gotta get the fuck out of this house. I gotta I gotta I gotta go someplace, <laughs> uh, and I'm dying to go to North Texas. And yes, I'll wear my, uh, my my fucking face mask on the plane. Uh, I, I, I won't be like, uh, uh, I don't know, a first presidential envoy who uh, decided that he didn't have to wear his mask on a commercial flight. I'm just saying. Uh, who that? Kerry. Oh, uh, great. All right. So, and, and I'm, and, and, listen. Uh, um, <laughs> We're fucking immunized. So if you ask my cardiologist, should we have to wear masks? He'd tell you, fuck no. <laughs> he goes, but I can understand why they want us to wear masks, even if we don't require it. And the reason is medically or scientifically, it should be required. Because as long as there are people that aren't immunized and still at risk, if I pull my mask off and walk down the street and walk at the store, yeah, we're not asking for go, everybody's cards. Right. So. Somebody could somebody be going, Holy fuck, if he ain't wearing a mask, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. I understand. I understand. We should get our cards uh, uh, laminated. A lot of people are laminating their card, their their vaccination card, to be able to show. I, I, you didn't hear that New York State is, is giving an app? Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I don't want to say the... Like, I don't want to get banned by making... A, it's not even a, a, a joke. It's a comment. But it's going to be getting to the point where it's going to be like you need to go to – you want to go to a, a venue. We have a venue to go to, I think, in, a, in October. Um, oh, no way. Yeah, I think that was scheduled. That's uh, cool. But uh, I'm, I am concerned that we're going to turn into a place where it's going to be like, well, before you can attend a – well, actually, we are turning this. Before you can attend a Mets game or a Yankees game, you got to show your vaccination papers. And I don't like that. Not that I don't understand why. It's just it's a slippery slope. Hmm. Okay. I, you know, I, listen, I, I, as law enforcement, I was against the Patriot Act. I saw it as a slippery slope giving too much power to too few people. Yeah, that made it really hard to get people like trained and placed, like especially people with felonies, to help them get to finding some type of work that they can engage in 
So yeah. But in any case, folks, I think that we covered a wide swath, and we really, again, I, I can't stress this enough. If you are if you're listening to this, all right, whether it's on the podcast, whether it's on YouTube, you're not alone. Okay, you're part of the community. You are not alone. All you gotta do is reach out. Your, your community is there for you, but there's a cost to that. You gotta be there for them. So just as we're saying that if you need help, you can reach out and we'll we'll be we'll be there to help you as best we can. It's sort of like uh what what was it? Remember that? Like Apex Tech. Yeah. <laughs> we can't call you, so you gotta call us. Hold on a second, I gotta get my hair bald to do that. Oh, <laughs> and, and and put on a shop uh, schmuck. <laughs> we can't call you, so you'll have to call us. One eight hundred Apex Tech. Uh, uh, 3475095168. That's the number for the vidcast here at Gamers Health, uh, Tavern Chat in general. But seriously, folks, you're not alone. All right. Yeah. If you're a gamer, it's a community, right? You're never alone. Don't think you are. Don't lie yourself to be so. On that note, we are not medical professionals. Rach is a professional, but not medical professional. Well, no, I'm no doctor. I don't know, even play one on TV. TV. All right. So <laughs> I I'm, work with plenty, but it, that's not my shtick. <laughs> yeah. So what, we will say this. Use your common sense to keep yourself healthy and safe. And why, why yourself? Because if you're not healthy and safe, you can't help others. And a lot of people go, well, I'm not worried about my health, but I am worried about my parents because they're older. I'm worried about my wife because she's at risk. You know what? Worry about yourself because if you get sick, guess what? You put everybody else at jeopardy. So you figure out how to keep yourself healthy and safe. And then you can help the others. All right? Be safe. Be well. God bless. And uh, I'll add the visual there for you. And Padre, if you're watching, that's for you. Um, us be safe. Uh, roll those dice and roll them well. Uh, hold on a second. And take good care. Yes, hold on, hold on. I gotta. Yeah, knocking on wood, pressed wood, but it is wood nonetheless. <laughs> um, I will be back again tomorrow. All right, folks. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. We'll uh, catch you next week, and I'll catch you all tomorrow. Something like that.